Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Women in Weightlifting podcast. Christy and I are joined today by Kate Ware, who is a newly minted senior lifter just having completed the junior ranks um, and has been competing for a long time. And so, Kate, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. So, Kate, we'll, we'll start where we start with everybody, which is how did you get started in weightlifting? And I know your resume goes back to 2014. Mm-hmm. And you're only 21 now. So how did you get in this? So when I was in middle school, I was actually on the wrestling team. Um, As a team, we went to garage strength um, just for general strength conditioning training with Dane. Um, And then we had like a six month membership. Um, We could go like one to two times a week. Dane pretty much was like, you can come as much as you want. And you're going to be a weightlifter now. So, you know, (laughs) (laughs) then after, after the six months was up, um, he basically was like, I really want you to stay and be a weightlifter. And then, you know, from there, I pretty much quit everything I was doing and all the sports I was doing and just focused on weightlifting. And, you know, seven years later, here I am. (laughs) So you, we find that a lot of the, the athletes, Christy included played, you know, college college athletics and then and then kind of came back into weightlifting but you've been a weightlifter just the entire time yep so did you continue did you continue wrestling in high school or anything or just seriously just weightlifting yep just weightlifting I think um you know when I was in middle school I did a lot I did you know wrestling volleyball dance baton twirling um softball and then you know once I kind of transitioned into weightlifting one by one I just dropped everything else um I think my junior year was the first year that I wasn't doing anything else except weightlifting. So that's, that's kind of when I started to really take off. So tell me a little bit about your, your kind of your weightlifting resume. I mean, I know you were on the junior world, junior world team, Mm -hmm. um, but you know, what, where, how's this progressed? In 2015 was my first youth nationals. I got third in, what was it, 63. And then um, after that, I went out to the Olympic Training Center for a camp. In 2017, I was on the Youth Pan Am team. We went to Columbia. I got third there. Um, After that, I think 2018, I was an alternate on the Junior Pan Am team. 2019, that was when I went to Worlds in Fiji. And then last year, I was um named to the junior world team got canceled I was ranked fourth on the Pan Am team but there were two 59s above me so um I was an alternate Mm -hmm. there but that also got canceled so (laughs) um yeah that's that's kind of my international experience have you always been well so you said you did 63 so when did you cut to 59 like are you cutting so <laughs> my weight journey has been crazy. Um, <laughs> I, so I started out kind of like 58, 63. I actually did 63 that first youth nationals because the 58s were just stacked and I, yeah. you know, I was able to medal at 63. So we did that. And then after that, I dropped down to 58 and, um, after the weight classes changed, I did a year as a 55. It was horrible. 
and um now I'm 59 so <laughs> yeah that's that's kind of I'm like this all the time <laughs> <laughs> how tall are you I'm five foot okay yeah yeah so yeah, I, I say this to everybody but it always throws me off because you guys are up on a platform yeah <laughs> so I sit much lower and so y'all look you know six feet tall to me right um but it, so I, I mean what do you walk around at usually around 61 so that's not, not a god awful cut for you to get down to 59 then how did no, you it's... ever cut to 55 um yeah. oh. i was walking around at like 57 at the time so i was like right in between the two weight classes so i thought you know i'll give it a try and i don't know how i ever did it but i did it three times so <laughs> yeah wow so, so I, I know you've been like in terms of competition you had, I mean, you didn't compete much in 2020. Um, so have you, what, what have you been doing for the last year? So um, last year in March, right when COVID hit, I actually took a little bit of time off because I was having back issues, which I've pretty much had since I was 15, but um, they were just getting really bad. I took about a month off and then um, I came back we did the junior Pan Am trials in June. Um, that went really well. I think I hit like 85 and 103 or something like that. And then um, I did the American Open in December. I hit 83, 107. So um, really just training through it and haven't been doing, you know, any local competitions or anything, but I'm excited to be back on the platform soon. Well, yeah, it'll be really, I mean, I think everybody's, everybody is genuinely excited to go to Detroit. Never yeah. I feel like it. it's like excited and anxious. Uh -huh. I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm the only anxious one because it's been so long. Yeah, it's been like a year and a half, year and seven yeah. months. <laughs> it's been like 18 months since I've been right. on the platform. Yeah, really? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you've been competing from home. Um, yeah. You know, you just have your gym at the house and we turn on your camera, but yeah, to get back on the, like a real platform, it's mm -hmm. it's such a different experience, and I love it, but it's also kind of terrifying at the same time. It's been so long. Yeah. <laughs> now, you know, I'm, I'm I am wondering how much rust we're gonna see on people. Yeah. Um, you know, and not not just not honestly, not just the athletes. I mean, because you know, the rest of us haven't really been doing this either. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think the whole thing is gonna be. There's gonna be some glitches. I think. Yeah, I mean, it, we, we did a couple of hybrid events, so, you know, that that should have been, you know, should be okay. But yeah, from from your guys' standpoint, it's like, okay, we got to get everybody back in. We've got this new, you know, the new protocols for spacing and, you know, all that that's going on at the competition. So it should be a really, should be interesting to see how it plays out. But <clears throat> it'll be glad, I, I personally would be glad to have you guys back on the platform. It'll be fantastic. So. <laughs> So Kate, tell us about like, what does an, what does an average day slash week look like for you? So I train six days a week. So on a Sunday we train in the morning and then the rest of the day is kind of just relaxing. The weekends are pretty relaxing for me. And then um, Monday through Friday, we train in the evenings. Um, but during the day, like I said, I, I'm studying for my licenses to become a financial planner. And, um, you know, once I get all those done, 
I'll be working and, you know, working with clients and everything. But also I, on the weekends, I am a wedding planner. I um, do a lot of weddings and, and things like that. So I kind of do a lot. <laughs> That's <Wow>. crazy. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, you, you, we mentioned, we were talking before the, before the recording started that you just graduated from college at yep. having just turned 21 and you're studying for your um, CFP are your financial, your, your, all your financial planning licenses, right? Right. Yep. I got my insurance license over winter break of this past year. And then now I'm doing SIE series seven, series 66. And then, you know, hopefully in the future, I'll be getting my CFP de designation. Yeah. Classic underachiever. I mean, where'd you go to school? Uh, Kutztown University. It's a state school in Pennsylvania. Okay. Yeah. I guess I didn't even know. So you're, you're in Pennsylvania. Yeah. yeah. So who's your coach? Uh, Dane Miller. Okay. Yeah. And you guys train at night? We train around like 4.35. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I would say that, you know, late, generally speaking. Late. Yeah. That's kind of when we've always done it. Other than Sundays, we train at 10. So, um, huh. So what is it? Uh, your rest day? Go ahead, Christy. I'm sorry. Yeah, when's your rest day? Uh, Saturday. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. That's cool. So you go out and plan weddings on your day off? Yep. <laughs> Friday, Saturday, Sundays. <laughs> um, I do weddings. <laughs> well, no, are you, I, 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 are you married? Are you? No, I, I'm, I, not, I, I'm not married. I, I see on Instagram you have a boyfriend, but that's that's. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he... We actually met at the gym. Oh, cool. Yeah, he moved up here to train oh, discus cool. with Dane. Um, and, you know, right yeah. after we moved here, we kind of started talking. And then now we've been dating for almost two years. I mean, he looks huge next to you. Um, yeah. I can't tell whether he's actually that tall or not. Yeah, he's like 6'3", 250. Yeah, he's a big Whoa. Boy. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> now, who's he, who's he he's like twice of you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Is, is he throwing in college or is he already out of college too? Yeah, he's post after college. Um, he's actually going to the Olympic trials next week. So. Um, oh, wow. Best of luck. Yeah. He's, he's also pretty, pretty good at discus. So. Yeah. I know. I, I know nothing about yeah. what a good distance would even be. So. I <laughs> So, so what, I mean, what, where do you see yourself long-term? I mean, are you, are you going to stay with lifting after you go, you know, into the professional side of the world or what's your plan? Um, I plan to, to stick with it. Um, you know, probably the first sign will be, um, when I have kids, I'll probably take a break, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, that won't be for quite a few years. So I do definitely plan to stick with it. I've talked to a number of people and, and of course, <clears throat> when you finish, you know, when you finish college and, and you've got that trying to transition into professional life, it is, it is, it is difficult. It seems to be a difficult transition, but I mean, I, certainly with your, your work capacity, I would assume that you'd be able to pull it off quite well. Yeah. And you know, um, it'll definitely be like a flexible job, which will be nice for, you know, training and competing. So um, that's something that I was looking for. Yeah, you mentioned you'd be able to work from home a lot and train or work outside of the outside of a fixed kind of nine to five. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's pretty virtual, isn't it? I mean, even before COVID, I would say financial planning has been something that's been online. Yeah. You know, for the most part. Yeah, and and COVID has just made it, you know, 10 times more easy to do it online. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I mean, the the people I work with, one of them actually, like, they haven't set foot in their office in 16 months. Yeah. Um, Wow. And they're just like, so it's cheap. Sold her house in Phoenix, move up to Flagstaff, you know, and was just like, why, why be in Phoenix if I don't need to be here? So anyway, it was right. an interesting, I mean, it's an interesting, it's an interesting industry to get into. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of, a lot of ability to do well. Mm-hmm. So, so you train six days a week. What is it? What, what are your sessions like? Are they, you know, are you doing singles, doubles? So usually, um, Leading up to the competition, it's a lot of singles, doubles. Um, you know, every day it's snatch variation, clean and jerk variation, squat or pull, and then a couple accessory lifts. So um, it's about, you know, hour and a half to two hours a day um, doing, you know, both lifts, squats, pulls. And then um, I never look forward to after the competitions because that's when you get, you know, triples, sets of five, <laughs> six squats. <laughs> the worst program <laughs> but so you're a competition athlete is what you're telling me <laughs> yep yep exactly <laughs> so uh, that's crazy your sessions are only like 90 minutes to two hours yeah that's cool how long are yours christy um well like the actual lifting i would say is about there um when they were with max they were super long um they took forever we did like a ton and ton of volume max is very heavy volume and now i'm with kara i feel the at first i was like holy crap i'm hardly even training like what is this because it went down to like two hours with max i was like three or four hours a day oh my god Um, yeah like i had so much volume and he told me like i train more as a senior athlete than i like than a master's athlete and so my body personally likes the volume um, and responds well to it. So it's, I'm interested to see how I respond to less volume with Kara. Um, because now, now even I'm only at four days a week with my max, I was five, six days a week. So you were at five or six days a week training three to four hours a day. Yeah. It was a lot. That oh is a lot. God, I'm, I'm just, I would break. Really? I loved it. I loved it. I, I, mean, I'm not I don't know. I'm a, I'm a workhorse. Break. I mean, that was <laughs> broken. Um, yeah, which is funny because when I was with Juan, Juan was like volume and intensity. I was broken with Juan. Like, I, that was, I mean, That's just Bulgarian style. I mean. Oh, I yeah. was every day beat. Just, I was so beat. <laughs> yeah, I bet. So can we, I, I don't tend to ask like what you're actually targeting because I don't want you to give any away competition secrets, but you're mighty <laughs> close to the 200 kilo total number. Mm-hmm. So is that, is that a goal right now? Is that realistic right now? What's your current best total? 190. Oh, sorry. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's 190 um, in competition. But um, honestly, going into nationals, I haven't told Dane this yet. So um, I hope he doesn't listen to this before I tell him. <laughs> <laughs> but um my goal I don't really have like a set goal um really I have nothing to lose so I'm just gonna you know go for it 
Yeah. Now, you've had 196 on the bar. So, you know, the 11086, right? Um, right. Yep. And I'm, and I'm, and which means that I'm assuming if you put it on, you assumed you could probably do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm always, I'm always you know, because there's only a handful of, of 59s that have done a 200 kilo total. And so I'm always looking for who's going who's gonna to be there next. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're certainly one of the, the logical choices that, uh, uh, to push that number. Yep. So, uh, that's why I asked if it was a goal at national, if that was one of your goals at nationals. A couple of things I like that I like to ask. Um, when you're approaching a, a bar on the platform, how do you get mentally prepared to take a lift? What is your, you know, what is your last minute look like when you're getting ready to, to take the platform for a max level lift? Honestly, there's not much going on in my head. Um, at competitions, it's like, I don't want to say I go numb, but like, I don't hear anything. I don't see anything. I just like go and I don't remember it afterwards. (laughs) Right. Yeah. It's, um, I mean, really before I walk up to the bar, I'm just like, you gotta do this. Like, don't be a bitch. (laughs) That's just like all I'm thinking. (laughs) That's that's really interesting. I mean, cause we've talked to, you know, like Christy has a routine. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Joel Emery has a routine so I was I, I, I'm always looking to see what what you guys do in terms of getting in the mindset to go lift weights and yours is just not just walk out and do it yep <laughs> which, which that is that, that, that that's if, as long as it works for you it really doesn't matter yeah are you what do you like in the back room are you talking to people or are you just sitting there by yourself I think that people don't come up to me because I think I have like the face of like don't approach me or I'll like snap at you but you know (laughs) I'll talk and I'll laugh and you know if I'm sharing a platform with someone and you know we can be friendly I I don't really have a preference I'm curious when you so when you started versus where you're at now is has there have you noticed a shift whether that be like in mindset or in training or what you need or don't need um like what was it like to start so young versus, and not that you're like old now, but you have many more years in the sport than I feel like so many people have. Mm-hmm. When I was younger, um, you know, obviously I was, I was still learning. I think Dane was still learning a little bit. So it was kind of like, it was more of a, I don't want to say it's less fun now, but it was like more of a fun experience. Just yeah. like, lifting heavy weights and you know pushing those limits now it's it's more of you know it's a different environment when I compete where you know my coach is just like what do you need like and then he doesn't really say anything because he knows like I know what I'm doing and we both can like read each other so yeah it's just a different experience now yeah like I I always tell people when I was like I started at 35, but I was still a beginner. Like I was a beginner at 35 and being a beginner was so fun because there was no expectations. Like right. I didn't have to perform to a certain level because I had no level. And now it's like, oh, well, you know, this is what you're supposed to do. <laughs> so it yeah. is like- You're expected to perform at a very, very high level every time you walk on the platform. Yeah, mm-hmm. versus when you're a beginner, there's no, no pressure. But I mean, right. you get, I mean- you've been competing at like the highest levels 
I mean, for three or four years. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, how, how did, I mean, as, as 18, 19 year old, you, how, how did you get, how'd you get ready to go to like, you know, junior Pan Ams? I mean, that seems like that's a big ask for, and I know we do it all the time, but it's still a big ask for an 18 year old. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it was, it was pretty easy to transition into that, you know, international competition because, you know, Dane's done it before. I train every day with Haley Riker, Jake Horst, Anna McElderly. You know, we all are training together every day at such a high level that it's just like second nature. I guess it's true. Yeah, you're surrounded by people who are extremely, yeah. extremely talented. Right. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I can't even imagine. Like, that's so foreign to me. I train by myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not to fangirl too much, but I love Haley. Yeah. <laughs> I love, yeah. So do you guys train together every day in the evening? Like, does, yeah. ever, does the team have the same training schedule? I guess I should ask that. Yeah, pretty much every day we train together. Um, sometimes, you know, we all have, you know, jobs and such. So some days it's off, but um, pretty much at least five days a week, we're all training together. Nice. Do you guys ever have double set, double days or is he um, more of like a single guy? I don't do double days because I just can't get myself yeah. to do that. <laughs> but uh, Haley and Anna both do doubles. That's just brutal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause you don't do doubles anymore. Do you? Or do you still do you train that? Me? Kind of, yeah. No, I tried doing doubles. Um, but it honestly came down to that. I had no time because I, I only have the time that my kids are in school to train and to fit in a double day between nine and three was literally impossible. And I couldn't train be like, I can't train in the morning because I'm getting them up and getting them to school. And I can't train in the evening because I'm a mom and it's like, okay, now they have gymnastics and they have soccer and we have therapies and dinner and bedtime. So no, I can only train like legitimately between nine and three. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Valid point. Kate, I know you just said that you're not a big, you know, not big into, uh, like, I believe, I believe you were said the word numb was the, was the <laughs> but is there, do you have, is there any music that you, that you listen to when you're, when you're in the back or we're, we're looking at walkout music for our athletes, if I can pull this off, is there anything you like to listen to? So music for us is kind of, um, whatever Dane wants. So um, <laughs> we, we can put on stuff, but he'll change it as soon as he walks in the room. Um, but, you know, when we had the online competitions, you know, we could put on our own music. I, I don't listen to it normally, but my mom's a huge fan of uh, like alternative rock. She loves Breaking Benjamin and Three Days Grace and, you know, everyone like that. So that's kind of what gets me pumped up. It's like semi-screamo. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I think as long as it's not explicit, <laughs> I can pull it off. Yeah. <laughs> Depends any, on the song. <laughs> yeah, I was like, any particular song that you can come up with that might be useful? Yeah, I don't think so. I, I don't have like a, a huge preference in music. Okay. Well, then I'll leave it. I'll, I'll leave it more generic. I know. So what about... I uh, like tune out. When I'm walking up, it's like, I'm just like, mm-hmm. you don't hear anything. Don't see anybody. Yep. And if I do hear it, then I'm like, oh, then I'm not in the zone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so. that's actually my big concern with playing anything for you guys is that it's just going to, it's going to throw you off. 
I may just not, we may just not do it. Thoughts? I think it depends on the athlete. Like for me personally, I do better with silence because I don't have to, that's one less thing I have to factor, you know, but some people that really get them going. I like it when I'm warming up. I love music warming up. Once I get to about like 85%, I like <laughs> zone out. <laughs> yeah, we have a couple of athletes like that in the gym that as soon as they're, as soon as they start lifting heavy, it's just like, it's got to be quiet. You know, they just don't want to, yeah. they don't want to listen to it. So anyway, that's, we're, we're looking at how to, how to make this happen for, for nationals. I will have to have to talk to Pedro and see, see what, what we're in, what we're going to end up doing. What kind what you have to cut to cut to make, to make weight at 59. So once you make weight or once after you compete, let's go with after you compete. What is your favorite like food indulgence? Um, Costco chocolate cake. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> Every time I compete, I usually come home within like the past year. My mom has like a huge Costco chocolate cake. I just love that stuff. <laughs> I mean, I can't say I blame you. Like Costco, Costco like baked goods are pretty, they're pretty epic. Yeah. So yeah, that's actually uh, <laughs> not bad. I have a question. What do you think? I don't know though. Maybe you already answered this, but my question was, what do you believe essentially like makes you successful in this sport? Like I know that you caught it in your younger years, which is very unique and awesome. Um, and so you were kind of like brought up into this culture or tradition, but at the end of the day, like to me, there's also so much more. Um, but what do you think has helped you be successful as an athlete in this sport? So honestly, I think like when I was younger, you know, I started with Dane and I'm still with Dane and I've never like had a thought about changing coaches or anything like that. I think like having a coach that trusts that you can trust yeah. and that trusts you to put in the work. It just, that's just such an important relationship that I feel like if it's like one thing just like sets you off, it's, it's just not going to be as like fulfilling for you. Mm -hmm. What's something specific about that coaching relationship that works with you and your current coach or not like not just one, but like many things, like what makes it work? Um, I think like our communication, honestly, he's not the best at like communicating, <laughs> but um, just the fact that I think we've been together for so long that, like I said, like we can just read each other and, you know, he knows when I like want to hear him give me cues and he knows when I just like want to like put my head down and do the work. Mm -hmm. um, it's just kind of like, he knows my mood just based on how I look. So it's easier cool. for me to just like go to the, go in, get everything done and like, you know, get the cues when I need it and just do the work when I need to. Yeah. And once you, yeah, once you've been with a coach that long, if you, if, if, if he can't read you like a book by now, mm -hmm. I mean, I would be shocked. Yeah. He's a good coach. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's so and you've always been with him. Right. Yeah, it's so funny that you like uh, like wandered into his gym as you know a wrestler and uh -huh. <laughs> you you're lifting weights now. Yeah, at the um, time he he had Haley and Jake were there and 
Um, Haley's older brother Tanner at the time was, you know, on a couple of international teams. And that that was pretty much it. I was the fourth one. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, so uh, finish this sentence for me. You know <laughs> you're a weightlifter when? Your back hurts 24-7. <laughs> Kate, you're 21 years old. Your back hurts. I know. <laughs> Your back is going to hurt. <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually have um, a herniated disc in my low back. So that's mm. just been something that I've been maintaining for as long as I've been here. <laughs> is that from weightlifting, you think? I'm not sure because, um, you know, it started hurting in 2015. I actually, um, it was about a month and a half before the American Open. I was doing a clean jerk jerk. And when I went to re-rack, I just Oof. collapsed. So um, that's kind of the first time that I was like, ow, my back hurts. Um, yeah. I went and got an MRI and there was a herniated disc and um, ever since then, I've just kind of been maintaining. That's crazy. I've caught many a jerk source, like, Ugh. yeah. <laughs> and, you, and you literally see your life like flash behind before your eyes. You're like, I'm yeah. never re racking a jerk in my life. I, yep. I After that, Dane never made me do it again. Yeah, I hate re rack. <laughs> it's not our sport. It's yeah. not our sport. I don't know why we train it. <laughs> you know, my, my father in law, who was an international coach, used to tell, tell, tell us all the time it's, it's weight lifting, not weight lowering. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. But, don't ever lower it back down. <laughs> mm -mm. I'm, I, use, I love blocks. I use them all the time. And I hate like behind the neck when they do like snatch. Yeah. Like, bounces. And I'm like, I'm going to paralyze myself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, was, I hate them. I hate I them. Watch some extremely high level lifters. And I'm like, man, I, that is just an injury waiting to happen. Yeah. I know like, they know what they're doing, but it's still like, just yeah. Cringe. I was like, re-racking like 110 115 snatch balances and now i'm like mm -mm, i don't do it what is the hardest thing for you about weightlifting the mental aspect and there's so many things that go into that you know there's obviously like the weight and then the food and yep. just thinking like oh what can i do to like be one percent better um just all the time it's it's definitely more of a mental game I think than a physical, physical game, having the mindset and, and getting yourself to the gym every day. Yeah. Being mentally tough. Yeah. I'm curious. What do you do on two things when you're having a bad training session, like in the middle of the session, as well as a bad and post session, like mentally, what, what do you do? So my training's kind of, um, different than everyone else at the gym. Um, I definitely listen to my body a lot. Um, Dane doesn't really choose my numbers. If I go in, I'm not feeling good. I'm just going to do like lighter work and just, you know, get the movements in. But, um, then there's like the reverse of that where, you know, I go in, I have my numbers that I want to hit for the day and I'll do it. But, um, definitely just like listening to my, my body and, my mind just, you know, if I, you know, had bad sleep or stressful, whatever, you know, when mm -hmm. I was in school, I was taking six classes. It was yeah. just constantly studying class, homework, you know, when <laughs> it's like a stressful yeah. day, 
just listening to myself and not like pushing myself over the edge to where like I don't want to do it anymore (laughs) (laughs) yep yeah I mean Kate as as I've you know listened listened to you talk I mean you're wildly impressive thank Um, you (laughs) you know and 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 I say that not in it facetiously at all I mean to finish college in three years to train at the level you're training to work I mean on top of that and still be a, a like a normal human being. Um, <laughs> Are you normal? Yeah. Uh, depends on the day. <laughs> I mean, What's normal? I mean, that's just, it's just spe- it's just spectacular. I mean, this is kind of why, I, as I as we were talking about off screen or off off podcast, you know, we I don't think I've ever gotten a chance to interact with you during a meet. So it was, uh, it's it's an absolute pleasure to to hear a little bit about your story, Christy. I'll let you go ahead and, and take our. Our final question for Kate. Yeah. So what would you tell your, either your younger self or someone new to the sport, not necessarily young in age, but new to the sport? Like what is something you wish you would have known or some advice you would give a new, newer lifter? The biggest thing is to just stick with it. Um, obviously there's like the transition periods from youth to junior and then, you know, you're in college or, you know, working and transitioning from college to work life or from high school to work life or whatever, you just kind of, you just got to stick with it if you want to get to that next level. Um, It's, it's tough if, you know, I give props to you because I don't think I would ever be this good if I was training by myself every day. (laughs) No one watching me, no one holding me accountable, but, um, yeah also just having someone to hold you accountable because Mm -hmm. you know if you don't it's kind of like if I get it done I get it done but if I don't it's no big deal which you know trying to get to the next level it is a big deal and you gotta you know get get to the gym and get it done well Kate thank you so much for joining us this afternoon we will see you in Detroit in three weeks yep So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that concludes our interview with with Kate Ware, and we will uh, see you all uh, in Detroit. Thank you.